This is the Eyeball Podcast on Eyeball Radio and EyeballRadio.com. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Eyeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Williams, also known as D-Will, the coach, and I'm here with my co-host, my big brother, Brian Williams, a.k.a. Coach Chill Will. What up, Chill? What's good, everybody? Good? Yes, sir, man. Another day, another dollar inside the Eyeball Radio Studios. Please believe me. And y'all heard me at the beginning of this episode. I said this is a bonus episode. That's right, man. We are giving y'all a little bonus this week because as we gear up, and we know, listen, episode 100 is upon us, right? And as y'all know, as our loyal listeners, as our family, as our residents, community members, we had to let y'all know that we got the studio coming, right? So we real close, y'all. We, we, we just about finished with the, what you call it, be the outfit yeah. The outfitting, we almost done with the outfitting. We very close. I'm going to take some pictures of y'all so y'all can see a little bit of the progress today. But yeah, uh, we almost done with the outfitting. So we're going to save episode 100 for the first episode inside the studio. All right? So y'all just bear with us. We're going to make a big deal about it. We already put it together. So just bear with us. So we got a bonus episode for y'all this week. And it's along the lines, and I'm going to be honest, y'all know what we do here on the Eyeball Podcast, right? Y'all understand we're the number one source for all things high school basketball right here in the state of Alabama. That's what we talk about. That's what we do, right? But sometimes things happen in the world that make you divert from your regular topic. And the other part about this is you hear us all the time talk about our nonprofit organization, Guard Your Man, acronym GYM, could be in the gym. Right? You hear us talk about that all the time. And a lot of the, we, we kind of give y'all briefly on some of the things you, we do and kind of how what our, our organization is built around, right? We've kind of given you that in the past. However, what we do with our organization is reigning supreme right now throughout the entire sports world. So we want to throw y'all a little bonus episode. And even though this is the Eyeball Podcast, this is the Eyeball Podcast in conjunction with Guard Your Man. Because we're about to have a guard your man conversation right now. And we really want all parents, coaches, handlers, and especially our student athletes to listen and listen closely. Because it's some things we're about to talk about right now that might make you a little bit uncomfortable, but we don't give a damn. It needs to be seen. Right? Because we got issues going on with our student with our athletes, not just our student athletes. And it's, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know what you want to say. And, and we got issues with our athlete students. Thank you, man. Okay, okay. Thank you, man. Yeah, we got we got issues with the athlete students. We, we got to start saying it that way. Bro. Right. Athletic scholars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got we got issues with our, but we also have issues with just our professionals. Yeah. Our professional athletes. I understand Charles Barkley said a long time ago, "I am not a role model." Yeah. And I get what the gist of what that commercial meant, and the gist of that quote meant. It's Hey, listen, I can't be the one to raise your kids. Not that I'm not one your kids should look up to. I'm not the one that should be raising your kids. That's what the message behind that was. Right. So you're our role model once you reach a certain level. Right. Especially on the professional athlete level. Like it or not. Like it or not. Whether you want to be or not. Want to be or not. You're going. That happens for you. Yeah. And a lot of times... They don't make decisions as such. Right. So we're here to talk about that today, man. And a lot of y'all are, are understanding 
uh, the situation going on right now with the one Memphis Grizzlies star, John Morant. Um, 23-year-old John Morant was seen, I think it was Saturday, on Instagram Live again, branding, brandishing a gun. Yeah. Okay? Um, and a little bit deeper backstory while listening to NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Okay? So it's a lot of undertones and overtones about that situation that me and Chill Will want to get on the microphone and talk to y'all about right now because it would be a disservice for us and what we do on a daily basis outside of scouting, evaluating talent. We sit here and we do this. We talk about our nonprofit and we actually go through the process of helping guide the paths of our student athletes, right? So we're going to talk about that a little bit, man. And Chill, I just want to ask you starting off, um, kind of your thoughts on the topic for today, and then I kind of want you to get in to some of your thoughts on John Morant. Yeah, man, uh, I, I think it needs to be talked about. Um, these young guys are faced with a lot of different situations and scenarios than we actually were growing up as kids, and the world is changing. Uh, information hits at the drop of a dime. Nobody has to really wait for anything. Instant gratification is, is a big thing now. So uh, with these athletes making more money now than ever, uh, with social media being around and the world having access uh, and an inside look into the lives of these guys, there's a level of privacy that these young men need to understand comes along with being who they are. And I just think with how today's society is set up with social media and everybody trying to uh, show a look into their life and, and things that they're doing, it's just too much access going on right now. And that access does something, Brian, that is more addictive than any drug that the elders of the past did. Like, the NBA used to have drug issues. Remember back in the 70s, Mel Tarpley and the cocaine issue? Yeah. Guys used to snort before Mel Tarpley used to come out for warm-ups, go back in the locker room, snort them a line, then come out to play and drop right. 30. Right. Right? So they used to have issues like that. Then you had the issue at, that I still think is a major issue is alcohol. Yeah. Um, running rampant throughout professional sports. What was your guy, the Phoenix Suns, that, that, that really battled with it and um, – the young guy, when they were really good, mm. um, man, I forgot his name. Oh, we'll pull it up. Yeah. We'll pull it up. Yeah. And um, the alcohol, Sean Kemp, right? He, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Kemp talked about how he struggled with alcohol abuse. And it's been, it's been many, many, many others, right? And let's keep it real. The opioid addiction. Because a lot of these guys have a lot of surgeries, a lot of injuries, and a lot of them, and Jay Williams speaks about this a lot, his addiction to opioids. Because once he had the motorcycle accident, I'm talking about Jay Williams, former Duke All-American, uh, uh, player of the year, number two pick in the M overall NBA draft. I think it was 0-2 behind Yao Ming. Uh, went on, got in the motorcycle accident, which derailed his career. And now he's turned into a successful radio and TV personality, right? And basketball analyst. So... Now, he talks about it all the time in his message about how he became addicted to opioids due to the surgeries and things of that nature. Yeah. So, like, and then 
something me and you talk about all the time, which now society has come into grips with is the marijuana. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, boy. And, and we're going to talk about that a little later. Yeah, yeah. But those used to be the issues of the NBA, mm-hmm. right? But however, now over the last, I would say, 15 to 20 years, yeah. it's become guys who grew up who I call social media era, right? And, and the internet era, more so social media, just the internet overall, those guys are now the influx of, players in the nba right so like you just said it's different it's totally different like it's different for the guys who are in today's nba than the ones that were in yesteryear's nba right and a lot of the guys who were in yesteryear's nba are now the ones that are the talking heads and pundits on tv and radio right so those are the ones giving you the opinion and the inside look inside into certain situations and a lot of times those messages are convoluted. And let me tell you why I say that. Because we all know the game that's always played where I'm going to whisper something in your ear. And I want you to take exactly what I told you and whisper it in the next person's ear. And I want them, that person to whisper it in the next person's ear and so on and so on and so on. And to see by the time we get to the end how much the message has changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's the point that we're at right now that – the guys who are now the talking heads and pundits have told that story so many times and, and have been so far removed from those situations that now the story's changed. Yeah. Right? The story had of their transgressions, if you want to call it, have changed. So their opinions now have changed. You don't have an opinion of a 23-year-old. You now have an opinion of a 45-year-old. So hopefully – your thoughts are not the same as a 23-year-old, right? So I get the change in narrative and, and talk. However, it doesn't make sense a lot of times and come off as genuine. Right. Because what we're going to talk about in today's bonus episode is the lack of OGs. Mm-hmm. And when we say that, I don't mean some, the OG term in, in, in the street sense, right? Meaning... Somebody who put you on. Right. Okay? Like, and if you don't know what put on me, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help you there. I ain't here to talk about it. But we ain't talking about the person that put you on. We talking about the other OG. Somebody who is the elder statesman. Let's say Udonis Haslam in the locker room. Let's say the um, Al Horford in the locker room. LeBron James in the locker room. And LeBron is a different OG than, say, uh, Udonis Haslam. Completely different. And they come from different eras. They come from different eras. So, so Udonis is probably forty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He about, no, Udonis is the same age as me. He's forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah. And LeBron's thirty-eight. Yeah. That five-year difference is completely different. It, yeah, it's it's a lot different. And um, they grew up in different eras, so the message is going to be a little different coming from both of those guys. But uh, I think the need. To be accepted and be cool. And you said something in, in the beginning that, that really made me think because it's it's wild to me how the narrative has changed for the athlete because you've always been famous. Right. Like, that's what made you famous. You were able to attain something that the regular person couldn't attain. And I think what's happened now is now the superstar – 
yearns to be regular. Mm. Mm. To to sit in the room with the regular guy and say, yeah, this is me, but I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. And and they're taking it to a level of me being just like you to the point where it's being detrimental to their brand because when you get to a certain level, you different. Completely. Like, like listen, here's and here's where my mind is going when you said that. We tell guys at a young age, because we speak to high school kids, right? And we tell them to be to work to be a pro at whatever it is you want to do. Work to go pro, right? Work to be a professional. And people work so hard all their life and to garner a certain amount, and I'm not going to say fame, to garner a certain amount, and peep this word, of respect. Right. A lot of times you're not searching the fame. You're just searching the respect, whether that's respect for your craft, whether that's respect as a man or a person or a female, whatever it may be. You're really just looking for respect. So when you obtain that certain level of respect that you have worked so hard for. It seems as if the guys who are now in the social media era. Want to give all that respect back. Like, you don't want, it's like it's like they don't want to be looked at as the person they've worked so hard to be. You've worked so hard at your craft on the court to garner respect in the world of basketball. Now that you have it, it looks as if you're looking for acceptance outside of where you put all your hard sweat, blood, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears into now you're looking for respect outside of that realm and the thing that confuses me is why are you looking for respect outside of that realm with this is the realm that you work so hard to be in right this is what you wanted to do and this is what you're actually doing right now so if you're actually doing it and you're getting the respect that you want why do you need respect from the outside world right in somewhere in a lane that you don't even ride in right so now you're infiltrating Keyword infiltrating a, 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 a lane that you don't need to be in. And what always ends up happening when you infiltrate a lane that you're not supposed to be in? Negative news. Come on, man. It's going to happen. Yeah. But, I mean, you talked about uh, – we talked about the lack of OGs. Yeah. Um, on a lot of these professional teams. Facts. But just – I just think it's a lack of OGs just throughout because – I think at some level, the the respect factor for the guy that's lived it and had that experience, no one wants to really listen to him mm. anymore. Mm. Those young guys, everything happens so fast, and they may have a friend that, that does something that's not normal mm-hmm. and blow and getting a certain amount of attention mm-hmm. that everybody just feels like we don't have to listen to anything that you're telling us. Right. We, we can do it our way and still have the same result as you or better than you. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the financial side of it is causing that. People are getting younger, getting their richer, younger. Mm-hmm. So you, you hear it in raps all the time, uh, and you hear people say it all the time, and I think it's become an unconscious thing. 
I'm not listening to anybody who's broker than me. Right. Like you hear that all the time. Right. Just because somebody is probably not as financially gifted as you are, that doesn't mean they doesn't have they don't have some good information for you as you're moving through. Here's the thing, Brian. And then that I want all my young people to listen to me right now. And I hope y'all listen to this episode. The person who has less than you, nine times out of ten, has more knowledge than you. The reason is they've dealt with more hardships. They've had to figure it out more times than not, right? So since they're not sitting on a million dollars and they live check to check, understand the person that lives check to check and is able to survive got more skin in the game and boots on ground than somebody who has a silver spoon or somebody who has a, a free ride or somebody that's rich that can just skate through those type of adversities. And see, that's, that's, that's where the problem's going to come in when you're talking to a young guy. You said free ride. He'll tell you my ride wasn't free. Hmm. Even though I blew up early, they'll say my ride well, wasn't free. Well, that's just a lie. Yeah, they, they'll say my ride wasn't free. It's just a lie. So I, I, I just... If you're going to lie to yourself, this conversation is not for you. Yeah. This is for people who are going to look in the mirror and be real about it. Right. Right? And that's John Morant's problem. John Morant don't want to look in the mirror and be real about it. Right. He just refuses to do so. Right? And that's the reason he continues to have these issues. That's the reason the trouble continues to follow him. Because everything that John Morant has done has been a self-inflicted wound. These All his wounds are self-inflicted. And me and you talked about it, uh, and, I, and I alluded to it earlier on the, 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 the past issues of the NBA or professional athletes, and now today's issues. And today's issues with professional athletes in a primarily a case like John Morant is they see people living a lifestyle that they grew up on. So what I mean by that is, remember I called them the social media era? They grew up looking at people act, do, and look a certain way on social media. So when they got into a position, John Morant, where he now can afford what you see, even though a lot of them people that you see on there can't even afford what they're showing you, and a lot of what they're showing you ain't real. However, once you reach a level to where you can now do that, you're putting everything in your power to do so. Because you grew up on the music that says, uh, I'm an F-O-B, um, and then leave her, and then she's going to come home to you. Like, that is really what rap music has kind of turned into. I'm just going to poop on everybody else, right? Like, rap music has become, I'm pooping on you. And what is social media? I'm pooping on you. Look what I got. Look at me. I can throw this money up my arm. Look at all this jewelry I got on. I'm really showing you this to say, look what I got. Look what you don't have. And none of that, and somebody to say this, oh, this is for motivational purposes only, you lying. Right? Like I say, this, this conversation we're having today is for the person who can look in the mirror and be real. Right? So for that part of it, for that part of it alone, if you're going to be somebody who is looking to do and see and act for what you see on TV, it's going to catch you every time. Because like you mentioned earlier, a professional athlete, you got to move different. You got to move different. I understand. You got millions. 
right? You got freedom. You got jewelry. You got diamonds in your mouth. You got all the stuff that the rappers got. And what is the old time saying? Every rapper wants to be a baller and every baller wants to be a rapper. It's been like that since the beginning of time. Nothing new, right? Nothing new. However, in today's society with social media, they're able to see a lifestyle that they feel as if they want to live. And in Java Rant's case, he can go out and live that lifestyle. Right. Like he can afford to fund that type of lifestyle. But what's wild to me is like when, when you talk about it, it's, it's like what society has decided to accept. And I think what's happening with sports, they're allowing a lot of the outside influences to inf- work its way into sports. Because like you said, there used to be drug tests. There used to be all of those different things. But now I heard Dion Sanders on a conversation when he was at JSU and the, I think the guys were getting ready to go home for Christmas or whatever, some some holiday, and he was like, slow it down. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you're drinking, drink a little less. If you're smoking, smoke a little less. And And when I heard that, it made me really think about what's going on in these locker rooms right now because when we grew up, marijuana was not legal. Right. So now it's a legal thing. So I could be recruiting a kid out of an area where marijuana is legal and he's doing and working on his crap, but he smokes marijuana. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we went to college, like they tested for those. It things. was taboo. Now he's saying, Hey, we know you're doing it. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying people didn't do it in our era. They yeah. did it. Yeah, they did you it. But there was a level of privacy behind it. But you will look at, let's just say a Snoop Dogg. All right. Uh, a, a whiz or, or anybody mm-hmm. these guys are on their platforms right now with blunts in their hand smoking smoking and talking with some level of clarity yeah some some, some coherence you feel what i'm saying so a young person growing up like man i want to be able to do that you're an athlete hey listen i'm sitting at home smoking the same blunt right. that he's smoking right why i can't get on my social miles media? bridges you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna show the picture. Lamelo Ball. I was just gonna say Melo. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like these, that culture, is shifting its way into the athletic culture, and now, like you say, with the league getting younger, the influence of showing that is becoming more important than me saying, "Hey, I'm a role model." Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm like you. Right. You're trying so hard to be regular, to be normal. That that's that's the the thing that throws me off. And and listen, man, this needs to be talked about because we have young guys out here that are growing up in this. Mm-hmm. And even though you continue to think that you set a precedence of what it looks like to be a pro mm-hmm. and what it looks like to move private, your information is not lore enough. It's not as powerful as the lure of the internet and me showing this image Mm -hmm. and me getting likes. See, we grew up in an era where we didn't care. We didn't even know what likes were. Well, I'm saying the camera was taboo. Right. We didn't know what likes were. Somebody pulled out a camera. You like, whoa, what are you doing? Put that up immediately. Immediately. All right. Now they welcome the camera. I want to show you exactly what's going on because you can even look at some of the content that's on pages. 
you'll look at it sometimes like, bro, you showing this? Right. Miles Bridges with the uh with the double cup and the uh sprite in the lean. But check bottle. this out. But check this out. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about it. Bronny got caught smoking weed on camera. Smoking weed on camera. Yep. So I talked about this because I've been trying to figure it out. I talk about it a lot. Talk about it with you. I, I talk about it with older guys just trying to understand. And you know what it is? I really think consequences don't matter anymore. Mm. Like when we were growing up, bro, we knew that there was a consequence behind something. I think the way guys look at consequences now, it'll be over in 24 hours. It'll be over in 24 hours. So I'm going to just do whatever I'm going to do. Whatever the consequence is, it'll be over in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? They think it's a reset button on life. Yeah. Like, young people really think it's a reset button on life. That's why we see, uh, and it's very relatable. Because it's two minutes at a time that they're recording that. But it's also relatable to... John Morant because they think guns are, aren't real, right? Like, John Morant continuously flashes guns as if that gun doesn't harm people. This is what I'm saying. What is your message, though? Like, what message are you trying to show the world by keep picking up your gun? You know what he message he's trying to show? What, what message? His message is that... I'm NBA young boy. That like, I'm strapped up if you run up on me, I got this. But why would you want to bring that energy to you? Because, like we just said, he's sitting back and he picks up his phone. He goes to NBA young boy's page and NBA young boy on their wallet. But see, I can't blame NBA young boy. I'm not boy. blaming him. Okay. I'm, not, I'm just using him as the example right. because the two times he flashed a gun, he was listening to him in the background. Right. So I'm using him as an example. Right. Right. So, but my thing is, they're doing that because of the people they see that live a certain lifestyle where they're able to do that, where that is almost in their area era area accepted. It's accepted. Yeah. So like so so what Ja is saying is, why do I have to not be able to do this? An NBA young boy can go do this. But here's the thing. Nobody's telling you you can't, Ja. However, what we're saying is you can't do that if you want to do this. If you want to be a rapper and go live that lifestyle, hell, go smoke 100 blunts, go drink 20 uh, ounces of lean, and put 45 guns up on your page every day, and it will be widely accepted because that's the lifestyle, you. even if you ain't like that. Because most, like I mentioned earlier, most of the guys, what they showing on social media, they ain't like that. They ain't cut like that. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, you got a gun, but you ain't finna bust nothing. You're afraid. John Morant wouldn't shoot nobody. And we know he won't, right? But however, you keep picking up a gun to show I'm strapped. But here's the thing, Ja. Who did something to you? Did somebody do something to you to make you feel as if you want to do that? No. You're doing that because you want the like button to be clicked. You want people to say, boy, Ja real. Boy, Ja so real. But here's my thing, chill. You ain't doing nothing but showing it. You're showing the gun. So the confusion of nowadays younger people is perception is reality. Oh, he got a gun. That must mean he busting his gun. Man, it's just sad, bro. Like, so he got it. So that means he busting it. And we all know, again, Ja Morant ain't. So why? what is the point of Ja doing that outside of 
I want to be able to do what he's doing. What? Hold on. Before you go. The copycat culture, B. Man, I, bro, I was just about to get it out my mouth. The I, copycat culture. I was just about to get it out. It's, it, it really is the music that's in influencing all of the movements of guys because, you know, when we kind of grew up, rap wasn't out, then rap came out. Oh, it was out when I came out. Yeah, but when, when rap came out and Run DMC started coming out with the My Adidas, that's when the shell toes and the gold chains and all that. But you remember when rap used to be conscious? Yeah. Like, even if, even if a musician or somebody was a drug addict, they didn't glorify them being a drug addict through their music. Mm-mm. All right? It was only about their music. In today's rap, it has shifted to where the rapper now is the drug addict. Mm-hmm. All right? I use all of these drugs. This is what's going on. And I can remember when, when, when the so-called gangster rap came out, when Cubedom came out, they were talking about, you know, the gang culture or whatever, but they were talking about, the police brutality that was happening in the culture. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the shift when, you remember we used to watch the videos and everybody start, when they first start coming in the videos with, this, with the guns, mm-hmm. it's like, man, what are these guys doing? Now that has transcended into society where the athlete is younger. Mm-hmm. And now this is what I do. This is what we do. It's going to be a 100 of us. We're going to pull up at the gas station. Everybody got a pocket full of money doing. We in all kind of cars. We're going to pull out these straps. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is when you do that, what message are you sending? You're not just sending out a message that we got guns. Right. That's not the message, hey, we got guns. There's something that you're implying with us pulling out these guns. And I'm going to say something because a lot of the talking narrative has been around the others. The guys you surround yourself with. And I, me and you talked about this on yesterday. The guys that you started out with now, high school guys, your high school friends, uh, the guys that you really kick it with and rock with, I'm here to tell you, they're going to be the same guys you with later on. Like, you're going to meet a lot of people along the way. You're going to go to college. You're going to meet people. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But the one or two that you really rocked with younger – you're going to rock with them your whole life, right? It's just, it, it's, it's, it's situations out there where, yeah, I don't, but that's neither here nor there. Most of the time, who you come up with is who you're going to rock with. And even if it's not that person, it's going to be a person in that same realm, in that same vein. They're going to act just like them. They're going to talk like them, right? It's just going to be a different person. You're going to put yourself around the same type of people. So those are the type of people you're going to come up with regardless at the end of the day. And a lot of people are wanting to put the issue on the company that Ja keeps, right? But remember I said it earlier, his wounds have been self-inflicted. Nobody else has caused him to get into the messes that he's gotten himself into, right? Nobody's caused him to do that. So when we say it's the company you keep, how when you're the breadwinner? Now, I get it. Just because you got money don't make you that type guy. And I don't want to say real because real ain't the word I'm looking for. Just because you got money, it don't make you who people think you are, right? If, And I, I'm i glad we have a uh, user-friendly, a kid-friendly uh, 
880 uh, platform, right? Because some other things I'm trying. The reason I can't get this out cleanly, because I want to say some other stuff that really uh, accentuates what I'm trying to say, right? So my thing is, if just because you got money don't make you that guy, right? You still can be P even though you got money. Like, like they used to say, lifting all them weights don't make a sucker strong. Come on, man. Yeah, you I feel do. me? Yeah. Right? So that don't make you who you are. So if just because they got the money don't mean that they're the head of the snake. They may have somebody around them that's th that really runs things. However, they're not in the same lane as you. So a lot of times you get yourself in situations due to being places you probably shouldn't be because you hanging with people, not saying you shouldn't hang with, but you hanging with people who you're letting influence you instead of you influencing them. But the, the thing is, as, as you sitting there saying that, I'm thinking about it like this. Maybe, maybe we as society are wrong about Ja because maybe we fell in love with Ja because of what he was able to do on the basketball court. But the whole time, this has been Ja. And 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 people like to say, okay, he went to private school or whatever. Listen, Pac went to private school. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean the pool of the neighborhood that he grew up in didn't always have a hold of him. Prime example. You feel what I'm saying? No, prime example, Brian. The two guys sitting on this mic. Yeah. Like, we grew up on the west side of Montgomery. Yeah. In South Lawn. Yeah. 53, 15 hour lane. Yeah. Right? And we knew everybody in the neighborhood. Every, listen, and for anybody that knows Montgomery, that would be considered the hood. Yeah. And there was a lot of, it was a lot going on in our neighborhood at the time. A lot that we saw. A lot. You know what I'm saying? So maybe we are wrong about Ja, and this has always been Ja. But I can't give you that, and that's the reason I went to where I was going. Okay. Because your environment doesn't influence who you are. True. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be in that. Listen, I get what you're saying. Because me and you, more so me, have been in situations that I probably could have avoided a whole lot of times. Right? Just cause I was I was a little jaw-ish. Right? Like I had a little jaw-ish in me. And I could tell the story when you called me and was like, yo, what you gonna do? Right? This was after I played my last year's show. Hey, what you gonna do? You gonna, you gonna go to school? You going to the military? I ain't going to no military. It's not happening. Right? So what you gonna do? So you gonna go to Bama, right? But I had a lot of jaw-ish in me. So I did it. But here's the difference. When I was out there doing my jayish type things, I didn't have this in my face. I wasn't recording it, right? So we're not saying that things so aren't gonna happen. So we're talking about privacy again. Yeah. We're talking about privacy. Right. I'm talking, and I grew up in a different era. Like when I when I played college basketball it was 98, 99, 99, 2000. Right. So what no camera phones? We we I ain't get my first cell phone. Until 2001. Social media was just starting. Facebook was just on college campuses. That didn't come to 2005. Right. I, I got you. Yeah. That was So that was when I was graduating college. Gotcha. So, like, that wasn't even the thing. But we used to always, like, me and my homeboys, ooh, I said it now. 
Me and my homeboys still got a tape to this day from Black Beach Weekend 2000 when we went to, to Daytona and kicked it, right? We had the VHS, 8 millimeter. Like, you got to put the 8 millimeter in the VHS just to put it in the VCR type thing, right? So it wasn't all, but even watching that, all the ish is off camera. But my part, the part that bothers me is, and it comes back to the word of privacy, is what is the infatuation to want to be known as that type of person? Like, why do you want to be known as the type of person that people don't want to be around? Like, as much as people say they love young boy music, I guarantee if you took a poll and asked anybody, who would be the least person you would want to hang around in the rap game? He would be the one. That's probably an age restriction, though. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could say that, but. But I'm just saying, even the people who are that age, they don't want to go live like that dude be talking like he live. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like y'all might want to do the actions, but y'all don't really want to go to the trenches. So that's the confusion. If, Ja, okay, cool. If you really like that, go to the trenches. Don't ride around in your G-Wagon flashing your gun. Don't walk around in VIP at a strip club where you isolated flashing your gun. If you want to be that, go be that. Go to the trenches. Go throw it all away. But, I mean, like you said, man, I, I think that comes from if you talk to Kevin Garnett, to have a conversation with Ja, I think it'll be a conversation. But I think if you talk to a Steven Jackson to talk to Ja, it'll be a different kind of conversation. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I, I think there's a responsibility for guys who maybe, like you say, the Steven Jackson guys who made it through to not glorify the bull. He can't help it, though. You feel what I'm saying? Like be, because, because he's still trying to be relevant to, to a younger culture. Right. You understand? Instead yep. of, of instead of them using the message as, hey, man, I know what you guys are dealing with. I went through it, but this is how I worked myself out of this environment. You glorify the environment. And, and the reason I hate it so much, mm -hmm. the reason it makes me so mad, you glorify this environment and go live in Beverly Hills. Right. You glorify the environment and that kid goes back to the trap. Right. He can't go to Beverly Hills. Right. He doesn't have the access to the things that you have access to. So instead of you giving him the message of, hey, man, working yourself out of it, you're constantly feeding the message of, hey, man, go through it, stay down, stay down. It, it, and that bothers me. And he, Steven Jackson is the worst at that. Let's just that keep it real. That bothers me. Let's keep it real. Like, I, I, don't, I don't completely and totally agree with, ever much agree with his message. Because his message is a falsehood. His message is of social media. But he's the athlete, him and Matt. They're the athlete. Matt on, don't spit that. Though. No, I'm saying. Yeah. They're on their platform smoking the weed. Smoking the weed. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. bro, the athlete that made it through the league, and now they're, tell, they're, now they're telling the stories that were private. That were private. That were private. Mm -hmm. Man, we smoked weed the whole time. Mm -hmm. Why are you giving that message? Mm -hmm. You did that in privacy. Now you want the world to hit the like button for you there it is, because, the like hey, man, we did it when we were in here. Right. And everybody talks about when we were in the bubble, we smoked. 
Why are you guys taking your private situations and making them public for likes? Well, you know, you, you did two things there. You asked the question, then you answered your question. Man. Because the reason they're taking their private situations to the public is for likes. Yeah, man. That's it. That is the issue with everything we're talking about right now. Because John ja Morant's both situations happened on Instagram Live. Yeah. It happened on Instagram Live because he wants to show you I'm pooping on you. That's the society of, our, of this younger generation. It is the poop on you generation. I want to show that I'm better than you. And we've always come from that society of keeping up with the Joneses is what we used to call it, right? Everybody want to keep up with the Joneses. But however, yeah, I want to I want to I want to get more than you. But it wasn't the glorification of pooping on you, right? And that's the and that's that's part of the biggest reason. And I'm going to tell this story real quick. Uh, I remember one day I was at the barbershop. Young cat in there, dog. Uh, I would say he was, he probably was around between 18 and 20, maybe 21, right? Maybe 21 years old. And we were in there having a conversation, and he says out of his mouth. And you got to say, everybody in them, 35 plus, that he chatting with. And he was like, yeah, man, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. it was him and another cat. It was him, two young boys. He was like, yeah, man, ain't no OGs no more. Like He's like, man, an uh, uh, OG can't tell me nothing. Matter of fact, I ain't even got no OG, right? He was like, uh, and I was, and when I told him, I was like, man, that's a, that's a bad look, right? I'm like, you got to have somebody that you can listen to, right? Somebody that can give you advice, right? And his thing was, and I hear a lot of this from younger cats is, you got to allow me to make my mistakes. You got to allow me to live my life. You made your mistakes, right? Let me make mine. But that's the dumbest thing I'd ever heard, right? That was the dumbest response I ever heard. Because the part about it is, why would I sit there and let you make a mistake that I got the answer to? I know the answer to avoid that mistake. Why don't you want it? And it shocks me that they don't want that information because you live in a society where you want instant information. You want everything to be handed to you. You want it to be given to you. This society doesn't want to work for anything. Let's keep it real. Everything has to be microwave. We live in the microwave society. I need it right now. So if you need the information right now and I have it to give you, why would you sit there and not want it? Because it's coming from somebody, like you mentioned earlier, that may not have as much money as you. I think that's a lot of it. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, how you going to tell me how to get there when you ain't there? Yeah. And here's the message I want to give to that. What's that? Everybody ain't meant to get there. Right. Just because you ain't meant to get there doesn't mean you don't have the knowledge that can help somebody else get there. Because... God told us to do one thing. Like you're on earth for one thing. Love thy neighbor as you would love him. Like that's what you're on earth for. You're not on earth to live your life. Everybody like, I got to live my life. I came in by myself. I'm going to go out by myself. Well, you're going to go out by yourself sad if you ain't helped nobody else along the way. 
You're here to help your neighbor. So if it's information out there in a society that wants instant information, why wouldn't you want that information? Because somebody like John Morant going to look there and say, man, you can't tell me. Why I can't? Jalen Rose sat down with John Morant after he had the first incident. And Jalen Rose always tells the story of his transgressions and the things that he went through coming up, right? So, and you know how he does, keep your thought, you know why he does that? He tries to give validity to why I can talk to Ja. Exactly. And I think that's wrong. Thank you. You don't, you don't have to be valid to say why you're giving the information. Other and, than, I ain't, look, man, you doing it wrong. Hey, listen, stop. You hold yours. I ain't even going back to mine because what you just said is more permeant. I don't even know if that's a word. But I will say this. What you just said makes more sense because that is exactly what I was saying. Right? Like, I don't have to validate what I did in my life to give you the information. Yes. Like, it's like, oh, for me to give the information, oh, I got to go out here and bust my gun, then come back and tell for, hey, man, don't go bust your gun. No. Busting your gun is wrong. Right. I can tell you without busting mine right. that busting your gun is wrong. Because I've seen too many examples of people that bust their guns be in bad situations. Come on, man. It, so I never bust it. Never. But I do know the effect of what busting your gun will do for you. Come on, man. That's why I can give you the information. That's why I can give and you And I don't have to tell the world or try to sell to the world that I'm this thug or this whatever. I try to stay away from that word. Right. I know. To give the information to the young fella. Right. No. I don't have to. And and and, and I, I get why you want to stay away from that word, yeah, thug. Which yeah. It's being misconstrued yeah, nowadays. Yeah, big time. The term has been changed yeah. to something totally different. Right. And it's being used as a more of a racial term. Right, Is exactly. Than actual, the, that's the why term I, was. I, I hate I said it. Right. I, but we get yeah, it. We yeah, get it. That's, yeah. why I, that's why I went into it. Right. Uh, so I get what you're saying. I don't have to show that I'm him to tell you not to be him. So, guys like Jalen, who I respect, right? I respect. Guys like Stephen A. I mean, not Stephen A., but Stephen Jackson, who I respect as a man, right? They have two different platforms and are able to spit it two different ways. Jalen has to toe the line. He's on Disney, Right? So he has to toe the line on how he puts across his message. Stack 5, on the other hand, is on Showtime, where he has a lot more space to say what it is he wants to say. However, for him, he's still in the point where he wants to be considered a real guy. He still wants people to say, I'm real. So he puts himself, he always tells a situation when they went in paces and they had to shoot up the club. He loves telling that story like, I'm valid because I, sh I bust my gun, right? And y'all should respect me for that while I sit here and tell you not to do that. But while sitting here and telling you to do everything that leads up to those type of situations. But when, when did being grown require validation from a younger person and i knew boy boy you so we good at this man because how you knew i was going that chill like don't you know how they, they love using the word 
We call it OG. Yeah. Right? They like using the word big homie, little homie. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, and you always see people say big homie, big homie, big homie. Well, if that's the big homie, why are you always with the little homies? Yeah. Why is the big homie always with the little homie? Right. The OG was never with the foot soldiers. Right. Never. Like, they had to get to a certain spot before they could even go see him. A lot of times, they didn't even know him. Right. Right? They knew of him. Right. They don't even know him. But in today's society, you want so much validation from everybody, you want them to hit the like button, that you the big homie hanging with the little homies. Yeah. But now, you're, in, you're infiltrating your ways into what they got going on. Right. So now you're now participating in little homie activities. Right. You're not being grown anymore. John Morant flashing guns on Instagram Live is little homie activity. Yeah. That's not big homie activity. Right. And you're worth 200 million. And I know even though I said money don't, you can have a lot of money and still be P, right? I, I get that part. But being here and having 200 million for John. You became the big, big homie instantly. You, be, you instantly became big homie. Yeah. Right? So you can't be big homie making little homie decisions. Right. Little homies are the ones who take your money and your guns and go flash them on Instagram. Right. The big homie is the one that got the stash house with the money and the guns in it. Right. That's never around him. Right. So even Ja, if you bout that life, don't tell us. Yeah. Go be bout that life. Right. That's fine. Right. But stop and back to the part that we started off this episode with. Once you reach a certain level of stardom and success, you're now a role model. You can't move like that no more. You can't move. You like gotta that. watch how you move. You got and John Morant, you're a horrible example for our young athletes today. Yes, bro. Stack five, you horrible. are a horrible example yes. for our young ones yes, today. Yes, man. The message that you're giving. The message that you're giving is not a good one. And like I said, all, all, of, all of the things that you now tell us that you think are making you valid, it's not making you valid with us. Mm -mm. You're trying to be valid for the younger generation. Like right. you said, you're trying to be valid for them. But all of those things that you did, you did in privacy. Mm -hmm. So you were able to go make it to the NBA, you were able to win an NBA championship, and yeah, you had some news that come out, but you were able to get to the level you were not showing us that Steven Jackson. And now that you're out and retired and made it through, and you could be sending a message to the younger generation, to the younger athlete, because you have lived that life, that professional basketball life, and made millions, you can give a message of, hey, man, we can work our way out of all of this. Now, sometimes situations happen, and it may happen. But when it happened, we never knew it unless the tabloids told us about it. Mm -hmm. Quit Different. glorifying that life for our young athletes. Please. Stop it, man. Stop it. And, like, uh, go do a basketball camp. And, and chill. Even your stories of – your marijuana usage. Stop giving off that message. Okay, everybody smoked in the bubble. Cool. Smoke in the bubble. 
Listen, you can go home and smoke. I saw an interview with Kevin Durant one time, and he might have been with, like, David, David Letterman. Letterman. Yeah. He say I'm high right now. I'm high right now. That's a problem for me, That's bro. That's an issue. Why are you telling people? That's a problem, dog. And listen, don't give me, oh, I'm an advocate for marijuana. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Be an advocate. Be an advocate for marijuana. But the thing is to sit there and say, oh, I'm high right now. What message is that sending to the young athlete, bro? And here's the thing, people. Kevin Durant, Ja Morant, you're a role model. Yeah, man. You, Our kids walk around right now. I guarantee you it's a million kids out there with them new Ja Morants on. It's a billion kids wearing KDs. Bruh, bro, listen. I don't – I listen, the shoe, okay. I'm going to tell you what, what – But I'm saying they buy the shoe for the person. Yeah, the hair, though. It's a million guys out there right now that's got their hair a certain way because Ja wear his hair like that. Yep. You know, probably more than the shoes, bro. Probably. Hair. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go look like that. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to throw the teeth in my mouth. That's fine. Which is fine. It's cool. All right. But now you're going to have guys going out making bad decisions. Okay. Ooh, here's what we're saying, y'all. I want to sum this up for y'all. You can have the hair. You can have the teeth. You can wear the PSD boxes and have your pants hanging off. Right? You could do be all trendy. You can do all of that. You can do everything that that lifestyle portrays. Except live the lifestyle if you want to wear the hair if you want to have the chief keith braids all in your dreads all in your face you want to wear your your pants below you want to wear 15 diamond chains you want to put the teeth in your mouth you want to have the automar the rollie on your wrist you want to have a ring on every finger that's all fine and dandy right but understand that image portrays a lifestyle just because you're portraying the lifestyle does not mean you have to live it. Yeah, I, I, you know, me and you go back and forth because I, I talk about the influence of marijuana now. This just so open. Right. I think it has a big pull on the culture. It does. Because, like I say, even in college, hearing Dion give his speech, and I know I said this earlier, like we've made that acceptable. They may have taken – drug testing out of college sports. They have. They've taken it out of the NBA. They have. You and understand the NFL. what I'm saying? And the NFL. And like, so now you're saying we're going to make this acceptable. And here's my thing. Because, you know, we don't differ on that, but we go back and forth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't – let's keep it real. It's, I don't, it's part of society. Man. I don't have an issue with it, right? Like, the marijuana issue, I, I put in the same boat. That's the alcohol issue, yeah. right? Alcohol is a major issue. Yeah. yeah. Marijuana is a major issue. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When abused, even when it is become a part of your daily routine, right? When you become, quote, unquote, addicted. And everybody out there saying, oh, you can't be addicted to marijuana. It's a lie. It's the biggest lie ever told in society. Just because it doesn't have an addictive ingredient in it, doesn't mean it's not addictive, right? Alcohol has an addictive ingredient. Uh, cigarettes and tobacco have in, uh, addictive ingredients, right? Nicotine, all that type of stuff. Just because marijuana doesn't have a quote-unquote addictive ingredient doesn't mean you can't be addicted to a habit or an act. 
right? It's a lot of different types of addiction. And I'm no doctor, no psychologist, social, none of that, right? But I've seen a lot of people go down through it smoking weed, right? I've seen weed take you from up here to all the way down there just because they got addicted to the act of smoking marijuana. So I, I'm with you. I kind of, I'm an advocate for it because I know the benefits that it can bring. However, anything not done in moderation is a problem. So I'm just always on, well, if you're going to keep the liquor store open, well, you might as well let the, the, the weed shop stay open. It's no difference, right? It's no difference. True. Like, if you, if you jump in the car after drinking and you get a DUI, you deserve to go to jail. If you jump in the car after going to put foe to the face and you jump in the car, you need to get a DUI and go to jail. I think it needs to be the same thing. That's the only thing I'm saying. I, I, I don't think they need to put a stigma on the marijuana usage if you're not going to put the same stigma on the alcohol usage. So that's the only place. So like me and him don't differ in that because I think the marijuana is an issue too. Because we can give you examples of guys that we played with in college that we saw come in that was one way. They started smoking weed and complete personality change. Complete, bro. Complete. I mean, not even the same person. Right. So I agree. I think it's an issue. However, with where we are in society, hmm, we got to figure out a way to deal with it because mm -hmm. it's not going anywhere. Right. It's only going to get more legal in more places. Mm -hmm. Like, hell, here in the United, we went through prohibition back in the day. Right. Alcohol wasn't legal. Yeah. And during COVID, like, the liquor store never closed. Listen. So, so, so they know it's an issue. They know it's an issue. So what are we going to do to rectify the issue? What are we going to do to curtail the issue? Because you can't, you can't rectify it. But I, I, think, I think people need to sense, let me put it like this, sense athletes now that are past are so um call themselves connected to being regular they need to involve themselves in more situations where they can share stories with the younger culture of how they made it out versus using their platform to glorify what they went through and that's a fine line i know you, that, that's your that's your term it's a fine line it's a very thin line right it's a very thin line because on one hand you look at it as in hey man you smoke weed cool go home and smoke your weed but they go home smoke their weed they scroll on instagram and they see their favorite artist or their favorite actor or actress and now i can reach them i can reach them but i see them and they smoking weed too. Right. Right? They're smoking weed. Like, I love Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg on us smoking weed. And he with Martha Stewart. So, man, if, if Snoop Dogg can smoke weed and be with Martha Stewart, I should be able to smoke weed and be in the NBA. Right? However, the NBA got a different set of rules. It comes with a different level of responsibility. If I'm going to... Listen, folks. I don't, I don't care if it's right or wrong. But I need you to know this. Right? I need y'all to know this. With more becomes more responsibility. The more you get, 
more money, more problems, don't mean more money, I'm going to have more problems. Because the more money you get, the less problems you actually have. But what they're really saying is more money, more problems is more money, more responsibility. It's not a problem, it's a responsibility. Like, your responsibilities go through the roof because you are now responsible for making sure that check keep coming in. So what are you going to do to secure the bag? And John Morant right now is doing everything in his power to fumble the bag. He wants to fumble the bag, point blank and period. Mm. That's strong. That's strong. Yep. So, you say he wants to fumble the bag. That's what he's He's he is, fumbling. No, he is trying. Like, I think John Morant is shaving points. John Morant is literally shaving points. He's point shaving. He is trying, dare I say, be a martyr. Is it too much for him? I, is it, I can't it, say because I don't know him. Yeah, you know, like, like Dave Chappelle walked away from the bag. Walked away from it because he knew what it entailed. All right. The young fella got it. We don't know what he's dealing with. Exactly. And, and, and that's a fact. And the way he's acting out is different. Now, let's talk about this, man, and we're going to get up out of here because this is the last thing I wanted to talk about, and I saved it for last. The fact that the younger generation tries to justify everything that they see that society tells them is wrong. Yes. Yes, like, yes, yes. I, I get we are in the woke society where people think they have more information because of the Internet. Yeah. Right? Like, you remember the commercial used to be, hey, son, 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 where'd you meet that? On the Internet. Remember, it used to be a joke. Right. Now? Now. Now? Like, people actually get their source of information. From the Internet. From the Internet. Yeah. So, if they're going around getting their source of information from the Internet, and the internet is leading them down the total wrong path, it causes them to try to justify everything. Like when you watch a literal two-minute clip, you don't know what happened before or after. However, you're trying to justify the actions of one side or the other in that two-minute clip, right? So justifying the action is what they runs over into their everyday life. So when I tell you something, it's, oh, well, yeah, Josh showed the gun, but it ain't nothing illegal with showing having a gun. Well, it's against Instagram policies to have a gun on Instagram, right? So that's against the policy right there. No, Josh's allowed to have a gun. It's not illegal for him to have a gun. But what's the point? So justify the point to me now. What's the point of John Morant having a gun? You didn't justify, oh, it's not illegal, so why are we, why are we, uh, it's, it's getting blown up and over, over what they said, um, what was the word was used? Um, blown out of proportion. It's being blown out of proportion because society and, and, and the news makes it want to make it bigger than it actually is. But we're going to sit here and say, oh, it's bigger than it's being overblown until John Morant shoots somebody or shoot himself, Plexico Burris. Okay? Like, we're going to say it's being overblown 
until he hurts somebody or hurts himself. Then what we going to say? Then what's your justification of it? So you can justify all day that it's legal and there's nothing really wrong, but justify the point of it to me. Nobody cares, and you just got to take it back to what you said earlier. You're not regular because it's probably guys that go on Instagram every day. It's probably a guy on there right now flashing his gun. Yep. And we do not care. Nope. Society does not care. Nope. But Ja Morant, you're going to show it. All right? It's like the athlete that gets caught in a situation and he's with his regular guys whose name is going to hit the paper first. Hey, listen. Let's just let's just enter this this into the chat. Darius Miles, former Alabama basketball player, got into that ordeal a couple months back where uh Miss Jamia Hill was murdered. Only name you heard was Darius Miles and Brandon Miller. That's it. And neither one of them pulled the trigger. Michael Davis pulled the trigger. Right. Right? Right. Nobody knows the name Michael Davis. Right. Here's the other part, Brian. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. To know the name Michael Davis. They do not care. They didn't even care to know Darius Miles. Right. All right. they wanted to know about was Brandon Miller. Right. That's right. all they wanted to know about. Right. Brandon Miller. Right. So that point alone lets you know there is no justification in any of it. You can't justify it because who you are makes the difference. True story. The difference is made in who you are. But, man, hey, man, we're going to get up out of here for the day. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed this bonus episode, man. We, this was a conversation we really wanted to have, and we wanted to get more in-depth uh, on this, and we were only supposed to go 30 minutes. We didn't win an hour and five. Wow. Right? We were only supposed to go 30 minutes, and we were going to continue this conversation later on. But we just had this conversation. However, it's going to be a part two to this because we talked about a lot of aspects of this situation, but something else I want to talk about in this situation that we didn't get to is the media aspect of it. Are we doing more to perpetuate the situation than should? Because a lot of it is, yeah, when you show a video 700 times, or a video gets watched on 10 different pages a million times, it's 10 million views. Is it over-publicized? I mean, it's, it's, it's what media does now. They'll take a story and talk about it all day, every day, all day, every day. And to the point where you start justifying it. I mean, that's the only other thing to do. Right. Once you tear it down so much, there's going to come up the flip side of trying to justify why it happened. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it shows you that was an Instagram live, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody saw it on a live. Mm -hmm. Lives don't record themselves. Mm -hmm. So somebody who instantly saw Jai in the car was hit screen record, hoping to get some type of moment. Yep. Whoever did it, whoever shared it. Somebody hit screen record and recorded it, and as soon as they saw it, posted it. Yep. Instagram Live didn't record itself, or listen, maybe it did. Like, you're going to, listen. How did the video get out? Because here's the thing, Chill. When you do an Instagram Live, you record it, right? And then 
you hit stop. It gives you the option to delete or save. Or save. Yes. And even if you save it, you don't have to post it. Right, bro. You got to go back and post it to the page. Yeah, bro. So, so that's what I'm saying. It's self-destruction probably in Jai Camp, and he don't even see it. Because me and you talked about it. Watching that video, Buddy. Too many things happen, bro. Yeah, it's, it's too many ways to analyze it. Yeah, Buddy looks to his right, and Jai already got the gun out. Yeah, you, when Buddy looked, Jai got the gun up, but we don't know it. Right. And then the camera turns, falls. Turns, falls. It didn't just fall. It, it turns, turn, falls. So it's almost like, let me. And I'm acting like I dropped the camera. Man. But before that, I want to show y'all Ja Wildin. Yeah, we, oh. Yeah. Man, that's so, man, man. Hey, man, the company you keep. Man, watch it, bro. Watch that company. Watch you. It. So we got some, listen. Um, it's, 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 it's so many different perspectives, and I know people uh, are going to listen to this episode and wish it, like, man, I need to be on there talking about it mm-hmm. because we know it's going to come from all kind of angles. Right. But I, I want to leave it with this, man. When, when you become somebody, protect that mm. at all costs. Mm. Protect that. All right. Um, we're going to get into it right there, y'all. Um, this has been the uh, – First episode of the Guardian Man podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, but this is a bonus episode, man. Uh, we got episode 100 coming up real soon for y'all, man. It's going to be next Monday. No doubt about it, man. Regardless, regardless, regardless. Yeah, man, we're going to work like never before to put it all together because, hey, man, we uh, we doing it all, man. We hanging. We we, we doing it all ourselves. Right all now. ourselves. And, and we realizing, like, you got to have help. Got to have help, and, man. And we're building help. We're building help. But, yep. uh you know, this is the journey. It's the journey, man. Uh, we're going to bring y'all along with us on it, man. But appreciate y'all hanging out on this bonus episode of the Eyeball Podcast, man. Uh, hopefully it helped you. Hopefully it, it sparked some conversation. Hopefully our DMs blow up. Uh, hopefully uh, this episode blows up and people really, really tap in and talk about it, man. And because this is a conversation that needs to be had so we can prevent this type of situation from happening with our future athlete students. Yes, or scho- man. Or scholastic Athletes and, and athletic and, and, scholars. And we want to make sure people understand, like, like, like you say, we both got degrees. We we got them. We understand the importance of the education. But right. we're gonna have that conversation too about where that lines up when you have an opportunity to chase that dream, mm-hmm. and when I'm doing school and I can always go do school, but I can't always go do the dream. Mm-hmm. So we, we'll have that conversation also. That that's why we talk so forward about athletes on this platform because. Yes, you got to have a level of education, but when you get to this level of, of sports that we're talking about, athletics comes first. You'll leave school. You'll, you'll, you'll have to email your professors. Like, school goes on the back burner mm-hmm. behind the craft. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. So, yeah, man, um, lock in with us, man. Uh, and once we get into – once the studio's completing, we're in there, y'all, please believe. It's going to be a lot more shows. It's going to be a lot more shows. It's going to be a lot more content coming out. We're going to be in there daily talking. I'm I'm not going to promise you a daily podcast, but I'm going to promise you some daily content from me or Chill. It might be five minutes. It might be ten minutes. But I will tell you this. It will never be uh, what you see on Instagram. (laughs) It will not be what you – if you ever think that we're going to sit there and we're going to do the uh, – it's not going to happen. What you talking about? Buddy, we're not going to be content creators. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What's your boy now? I can't even Man, remember his I, name. I, I'm not going to say his name, even oh. if I knew his name. Yeah. Can't get my, my platform. Won't get my platform. No, man. But yeah, we're not, we're, listen, we will not turn into that. I'm just sorry. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's just not me. But we will be bringing y'all a lot more content. Uh, I guess that makes us content creators. Yeah, we are content creators. Okay. I, I hate that word. We, but we, you try to keep it authentic, bro. Okay, authentic content creators. You know what I'm saying? Like, like don't, don't sell the platform short for views and likes. Never do that. And I think a lot of guys do that. Yeah, because a lot of guys have suggested a lot of stuff to us to, to grow our platform. And, I'm bro, I'm just organic. Yeah, we're just not doing that. Just not doing it, bro. I'll, I'll stay behind the scenes and just continue to talk. And the followers that we have, I, I you know, we'll rock. I will rock. You know what I'm saying? It might not be for me to be famous. Hey, listen. I'm hey, not doing this to be famous anyway. At all. So, hey, one month we might hit 70 to 100K. Next month we might only hit 15 to 20. Amen. But that's cool. Right. And I'm I'm good with that. As long as the message stays authentic. Yeah, bro. Yeah. No and doubt. I think that's what happened to a lot of those platforms that we mentioned in this episode. They lost their authenticity. Oh, that might be a podcast episode. It, it could happen. You know, when you when you get the bag because now there's a a a, a pressure to maintain a certain level of and and whoever gave you that yeah. bag might be pushing an agenda that they want you and, to. And man, that's a that's a big thing with us like even even as we're moving with our uh, nonprofit, mm -hmm. we are seeing oh. that that people are trying to push us in an area that we don't really want to go. And even though we, at times we find ourselves towing the line, we always come back to say, you know what, that's not who we are. Yeah, that's not it. And and we got to stand firm with with our nonprofit of this is what it is. And this and, this episode is that. And if we don't receive funding. And we got to do all of our own funding. That's just what it's going to take. We good with that. Because I can't be what you want me to be because you're giving me dollars. Right. Nah. It's because because that's not what drew you to my platform. Right. You didn't come to me for that. No. You came to the platform because of what we were doing. And a lot of times they see your platform and they were like, oh, that platform's booming. Let me take my agenda to that platform. And the way I do that, let me throw a couple dollars out. Yeah. I don't need your bread. Good, we good over here. Uh, like I say, we'll continue to just grind it out, man. We out the mud. Yeah, anyway. we gonna we gonna grind and and it's gonna pop, bro. Right, it's gonna pop. So yeah. So, but yeah, man. Listen, uh, I know I said it facetiously, but <laughs> this was the first episode of the Guard Your Man podcast, where man, we gonna talk about a lot of more um, intricate, issues. detailed yeah. issues yeah, 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 in yeah. in in the world of sports. Right. Right, like it's all gonna be based around the same thing because our nonprofit, like like we mentioned, Guard Your Man, it is about that. It is utilizing sports, communication, and education to guide the paths of student athletes on and off the court. So we are here. Guard Your Man is here. We gonna give you the on the court game, right? But we are really here to help you guide and navigate your path off the court. Yeah, be a pro. Be a be a pro. In any game that you're in, yeah. So any game, any game, whether that is, I don't care if you're, um, if you you turn out to be a lawyer, yeah, go be a pro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like if I'm gonna be, if I'm going to education, why stop at being a teacher? Yep. Why stop at being a principal? Right. You know, go be a pro. Go be a pro. Yeah. Like continue to elevate your staff. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. No doubt about it, man. But we're going to get up out of here for today, man. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us on the Eyeball Podcast. This bonus episode, B, tell them where they can find you on social. Well, you can find me on social at Coach B334. That's on IG. 
Uh, well, that's on that's on Twitter. You can find me on IG at chillwheel three three four. You can find me on my business page at i little eyeball properties and Brian underscore Williams SR. All of those on IG. You can find me on um, Facebook at uh, Brian Williams Senior. I mean, y'all already know, man. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at eyeball radio. That's Instagram and Twitter at eyeball radio. Also, Instagram and Twitter at at underscore. Real Talk Tees. That's Instagram and Twitter at underscore Real Talk Tees. And on Instagram and Twitter, eyeball underscore TDB. And, of course, go check out all my personal tweets on Twitter at Coach underscore eyeball. And, of course, go check out the nonprofit business page on Instagram at GuardYourMan. And, listen, GuardYourMan.org is in construction right now. It's already up in the construction. If you go to GuardYourMan.org right now, it's going to have a pretty little message on there that say, stay tuned, coming soon. Hey, man, we, we are – we are we are in the game. We working, y'all. And and uh, I, I think we really got a passion to uh, influence the culture in a way that's going to let the young people express themselves yes. and not be handcuffed right. by our thought processes and how we grew up. Mm-hmm. But we want you to have a thought process and a responsibility of why you feel how you feel. Mm-hmm. Don't just feel that way. Just don't feel that way. Yeah. And we creating that platform, y'all. So yeah. listen, um, I'm going to leak it. I'm, I'm ready to leak it right now. Uh, once this studio is fully functional, be looking for some podcasts from some players. Be looking for players to, not with us, not with us, not an interview or not a, a guest appearance, but them leading their own podcast. Yeah, man. That's part of Guard Your Man, yeah. man. That's our communications program. We want to teach them how to create, host, and produce their own podcast. Whether I don't care. Listen, they might want to come on here and talk about NBA Young Boy. Right. And and we're going to let them do that. We're going to let them do that. Yeah. We're going to let we're going to teach them how to do it and we're going to let them do it, man. So stay locked in with Guard Your Man, man. We got a lot coming up. It's really catching legs. It's really growing steam. The Eyeball Radio Studios is on the way. Yes, Guard sir. Your Man Boardroom so is on the way. Hey, listen, sweet A7, sweet A8, man, come holler at us. Yeah, bro. We got them together, man. But uh, chill, let's get up out of here. Last name Will, first name Chill, move with a purpose. Move with a purpose, man, and y'all already know. They call me Coach because I teach you how to ball. Until next week, we out. Peace. Peace. You've just experienced the Eyeball Podcast, the flagship program of Eyeball Radio and EyeballRadio.com.